0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another Week of Wonder. That is the Patrick Lally Show here in the best little city in America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uber producer Dan Peters is off today, so I am flying solo for the next two hours of conversation on local politics, government and development, sports, economics, fire. We'll get an update from the uh, big fire out in Custer. I'll tell you about that in just a second. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today on Information 1000 KSOO. Whether you're in a car, working on a job site somewhere, streaming through your computer at work or through the new KSOO mobile app or watching on Facebook Live, which many folks are doing right now, welcome and thank you for being here. What a wonderful weekend it was. Better than today, let me tell you that. I can I can hear the, the pitter patter of boulders and pebbles being driven by the wind against the north facing windows of the fine KSOO palatial studio here on the south side. Uh, but it was a great weekend. I was lucky enough to ride in the Riddle, Riddle Box, the Riddle Box Winter Ultra Bike Race. It was a great day for a bike ride in the wilds of the Big Sioux River Valley near Canton down there, north of Canton into Iowa. Here's the thing about the Riddle Box, okay? It's a gravel road race and ride. The thing about gravel roads is that when they're built, you see, back in the day, there was no like, you know, bringing down that grade a little bit, you know, like they do on the interstates or some of your bigger highways and such. So they wouldn't alter the slope, really, of any of the hills, you know. It just follows the contour of the land, as we like to say. Did I mention this race was in a river valley, okay? That means that the hills can be, well, let's just say steep, And it's not just gravel, but some sections of what we like to call B roads, you know, two track trails through a field or what have you. And throw in some concrete barriers at an abandoned bridge just for fun. Some bacon, a tasty adult beverage at the turnaround. And you got yourself a challenging little 25 mile adventure there. But it was a great time. Not too serious in terms of racing if you aren't into that. And plenty of challenge if you are. It helps when it's a near perfect winter day which it was on Saturday. Just a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Big shout out to Two-Wheeler Dealer for organizing the race, Calico Skies Winery for hosting that event, and the Smart Cyclist for riding with me for the entire route. He and I talked about that on Thursday, and we stuck together. We stuck it out. Full disclosure, though, he could have dropped me on the climbs at the end, and it was, it was climby. Let's just say it was climby at the end, and, uh, but he was nice enough to hold up for me and kind of soft pedal over the top, and We rode in together and it was really a lot of fun. I hope you were uh, able to enjoy that weekend as much as I did and your week is off to a great start today, despite the rather uh, challenging conditions out there right now. We've got a great show for you today. Our guests include local blogger and city hall watcher, Scott Erisman. He'll be with us for the second hour. There's a lot going on with local government and politics and Scott has plenty to say about all of it if you follow his blog at selfdecola.com. The common man's going to be in for a rare Monday appearance on Weird Friends. I had would do a little flip-flopping this week. The boon man will be here tomorrow. We will get a special report on the Custer wildfires from uh, on-site there from the Buffalo Maiden in downtown Custer. And I'll have the PL statement just after the break. Today's topic, it's kind of a lightning round, really. I got all kinds of stuff I want to talk about all kinds of stuff. You're going to want to stick close for that. This is the Patrick Lally show on Information 1000 KSOO. 312 on the Patrick Lally show, Information 1000 KSOO. Yeah! And it's time for the PL statement, where we try and get a little closer to free, as the Bodines put it. Uh, there's a, there's just a ton going on in the world these days. Uh, it seems like we we're things were kind of fading back a little bit, but no, they've come roaring back, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, stupid man update. We're going to go right to the top of the stupid man pantheon, uh, and that is the President Donald Trump in this context. Nikki Haley says women who accuse Trump of misconduct, quote, should be heard. Nikki Haley, of course, is the American ambassador to the United Nations, former governor of South Carolina, and a, uh, a much respected and upcoming up-and-coming Republican said on Sunday that women who have accused President Trump of sexual misconduct should be heard. A surprising break from the administration's long-standing assertion that the allegations are false and that voters rightly dismissed them when they elected Mr. Trump. Of course, that was before the whole Me Too movement really got hold and everything changed. Uh, But this was surprising. Um, Ms. Haley is the highest-ranking woman in Mr. Trump's administration, refocused attention on the allegations. There was a lot on this over the weekend, but she said they should be heard and they should be dealt with, Ms. Haley said on Face the Nation. And I think we heard from them prior to the election, and I think any woman who has felt violated or felt mistreated in any way, they have every right to speak up. You know, she's hedging there a little bit, but it's still, you know, um, kind of a big deal. This is kind of coming back to haunt uh, the president. There was a couple of press conferences over the weekend. There's a documentary underway. There's a lawsuit. Uh, You know, this isn't good news for Trump, to be sure, who is trying to keep his act together from a government perspective. Uh, If this keeps going, and it will, it's going to be kind of a constant sideshow for the president. Will it drive him from office as it has Al Franken or John Conyers or the gentleman from Arizona, Mr. Franks? Uh, Likely not on its own, uh, but it's going to continue to complicate life for Republicans in general, particularly if Roy Moore wins that election tomorrow. Uh, I love this story. A teenager kills mountain lion while hunting in western Iowa. Not just western Iowa. People, but right across the border here, in the Big Sioux River Valley, uh, kind of where I was uh, down racing, <laughs> not so far. So this is a story out of the Des Moines Register, but it uh, because it came uh, through kind of I think Iowa government channels. But uh, young man named uh, Jacob Altina Altina Altina, he's seventeen. He's from Rock Rapids, which of course is just a stone's throw from here. He was hunting deer Saturday near Akron which is just down the river a little ways, when he encountered a mountain lion. It is believed to be the sixth killed in Iowa in recent history. Of course, we have a lot more killed in South Dakota. But uh, this was the first time uh, in recent history that mountain lion has been killed in Iowa by somebody other than a uh, Department of Natural Resources person. Natural Resources person. So that's kind of interesting. But it's just, you know, out there in the river valley, out in your big Sioux River Valley people, mountain lions. It's kind of cool, and it's kind of frightening all at once. Um, you know, they're out there. We knew that. Uh, I now have reason, more reason to worry about riding my bike on the trail at night, other than the skunks and possums. Um, there have been credible sightings of mountain lions around the city in the past. Uh, but uh, that's a, that's a, you see the photo, it's a big lion. Uh, Okay, so start the clock for Trump, GOP, in last push on taxes and the budget. This is a story uh, from the Associated Press that I found rather interesting because it kind of puts everything into context about what's going to be going on by December 22nd. December 22nd is when Congress is scheduled to take their leave of the Capitol. They've got a lot to do. Let's just say that. So they've uh, made a lot of promises about getting some things done by the end of the year, uh, including the president saying that he's going to sign that big uh, tax cut for everybody on Christmas Eve. Give us all a big present. Um, But we all know that there's a lot to go there. And here are some of the the bigger topics. All right. So let's just take a rundown here. Republicans are upbeat about finalizing a tax bill from the House and Senate versions for Trump's first major legislative accomplishment in nearly 11 months in office. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, who is, of course, the House Majority Leader, was on uh, Fox News Channel this weekend. He said, I feel very confident we're going to get this done. At the end of the day, we're going to get this to the president's desk, and he is going to sign it. Uh, Of course, we know that it's... uh, Estimated, estimated it would cut taxes by $1.5 trillion over the next decade while adding billions to the $20 trillion deficit. Trillion. Uh, there are steep ca- tax cuts for corporations. Yeah, yeah. More modest reductions for most individuals. Yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, they're having trouble getting the uh, the folks in states that have high income tax themselves, California, New York, New Jersey, because of the elimination of the deduction for state and local taxes. Um, repeal of the deduction added up to $1 trillion, $1.3 trillion in revenue over that decade that could be used for the deep tax cuts. So, you know, that's, it's, it's, that's kind of where they're getting the money from in large measure. So that's a big deal. Um, lawmakers have, as you know, the House and Senate have both uh, approved a deal, but they got to reconcile it yet. Um, this is uh, Senator Tim Scott, who's a Republican from South Carolina on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd Sunday. There's a lot of conversation about the fact that in some of the blue states where the taxes are high, the property tax alone, they will not be able to use the $10,000 that's in the bill and property tax deductions. Um So allowing for income and property taxes, which would cost another hundred billion dollars, by the way, to be options for folks in those states, would be a better solution, and we're looking at ways to make that happen. So they've talked about also to make this work, uh, maybe having the corporate tax cut only go down to twenty-one or twenty-two percent instead of thirty-five, from down from thirty-five instead of twenty. Um, so the the big news kind of today was that the uh, the Treasury Department has come out with a an analysis. That says about half the expected increase in economic growth likely will result from tax benefits for corporations. Um, the Joint Committee on Tax Joint Committee on Taxation estimates that growth stimulated by the anticipated tax cuts will generate 409 billion, not the 1.3 trillion that they're 1.5 trillion that they need. Uh, you know the. The the Trump administration says that the Republican tax bill will generate about one point eight in tax revenue by 10 years. So the estimates are wildly different. Um, And, you know, the fact is. The bill keeps going up and despite what backers say, it's not going to pay for itself. It's just not. That's not how it's ever worked. I don't know why they think it's going to work now it's not going to spur four percent annual economic growth it's not going to put more money in the middle class pocketbooks not much it's purely a political move and republicans are going to own it it doesn't mean it's not there aren't good parts of it because there certainly are but promising this number i think is where it is is kind of their undoing in terms of how it will be judged in the long term because you can cut taxes to cut taxes sake you can cut taxes because you feel they're unfair. You can cut taxes because you believe there are ways to uh, stimulate certain segments of the economy. Yeah, you can do some of those things. but it has never been proven and it has never worked that a broad-based tax cut like this can hit a number. And it's never been done in the economic conditions that we're in now. When it was when these things have been practiced in the in the 80s, there were a couple of big tax cuts, as you recall in the 80s. Those were completely different financial situations. And what happened? It ran up the deficit. So, you know, is it a good package? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to really see any benefit from it. I don't know. Government spending. This is another big part of the uh, plan they have to get done by the end of the year. Of course, we are in a two week extension on the uh, spending cap. They gave us a temporary peeve, reprieve for, or a peeve from a partial government shutdown when they passed that stop gap measure last week. Uh, Republicans want to boost defense spending. Democrats want a similar increase for domestic agendas. You know, this is all in the. They got to make all the numbers come together at the bottom when you got a tax cut, and that's hard to do. They also need uh, disaster aid for Puerto Rico. Uh, Trump administration has asked for $44 billion. An amount lawmakers from hurricane-slammed regions say is insufficient. It's also Texas and Florida, not just Puerto Rico. The latest request would bring the total appropriated for disaster relief this fall to close to $100 billion. And they still have to calculate how much it will cost to rebuild Puerto Rico's devastated housing stock and electric grid. Remember, Puerto Rico... They are Americans. They have citizenship. They are not foreigners. You know, shutting down the government, if they can't, that is about the worst idea they can come up with. You know, if that is the result, we know what happens in government shutdowns. The people get angry. The people get angry, my friends. So they better not shut down the government. But how are they going to make everybody happy on this deal and still cut taxes and still not drive it up beyond the one5 trillion dollars they have to stay under with the tax cuts i don't know doesn't seem good and then you put on top of that involved in the whole budget problem is uh, children's health fresh federal money for the children's health insurance program known as chip we know that ran out on october 1st it's a it's a big program covers more than 8 million children it provides low-cost medical care to uh, low-income kid not only low-income kids it's for kids who uh families don't qualify for medicaid because they make too much money but they can't afford insurance and so they're uninsured kids 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 it's called the children's health insurance program chip couldn't couldn't come up with the funding for that bad boy uh, i believe it's 20 year old program um so some states have relied on unspent funds, while others that were running out of money got a short-term reprieve in the two-week spending bill they passed last week. South Dakota, we got 16,000 kids, low- and middle-income children and pregnant women who rely on the program for health care. Uh, lawmakers hope to agree on a long-term budget solution for a program that's about $14 billion a year. Billion dollars. Uh, in South Dakota, The our funds, if there's nothing that comes through, our chip funds will run out in March. Uh, there's not uh, there's not a lot to do uh, if it runs out. There, nobody's got a plan, apparently. So they're just hoping the feds come up with that cash for those 16,000 low and middle-income children in South Dakota. This is an absolute necessity in my mind. If government can't find a way to pay for health care for these vulnerable children, then we have failed as a people. We've just failed. Immigration is another thing they got to deal with. So we all know about the DACA, right? Uh, Democrats want to act now to protect young immigrants who came to the United States illegally as children with demands that a solution is included in any year-end spending deal. See, it's all in one big package. It's all coming down the pipe at you one, one big wad. Pelosi says, Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, that we will not leave here without a DACA fix. Of course, that is the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. These are these are what we call the dreamers. These are the kids who didn't have any decision, didn't have any uh, say in whether or not they came to the United States. They were brought here by their parents at a very young age. And, uh, you know, there's sort of widespread agreement that you can't be kicking out the DACA kids, the dreamers. Um, a lot of Republicans, Democrats, uh, the deal is kind of in the timing um, they face deportation in a few months after uh, the president Trump reversed administrative protections that were established by Obama. Republicans say it can wait till next year and it shouldn't bog down the broad budget settlement. But, you know, Democrats, they don't have a lot of levers and this is one. So we'll see what that is. But it's a must, it's a must do, must do. And I don't know how they're going to get out of not keeping that all bundled together. Now, the question is, can they do it all at once? Can they get along long enough to be able to figure it all out and come up with one big package? I think there'll be something. I really do. Um, Trump needs his tax cut. The Republicans in the House and Senate need their tax cut. Um, they're going to have to uh, give something. Maybe DACA is enough. Maybe CHIP is enough to get the Democrats on board to be able to push all this through. Maybe. Depends maybe what happens tomorrow night with Roy Moore. It's very interesting times, people. Very interesting times. That is the PL statement. Agree or disagree with me, you can email me at Patrick at KSO.com or follow us on Twitter at P. Lally Show. Coming up after the break, it's the common man for weird friends. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. 333 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. And a little glory days for you all out there in the best little city in America. Obviously, this is for our weird friend, the common man. Mr. Common, welcome back to the show.
1: Ah Patrick, it's good to be with you. You know, Monday's show is fair face, as the old nursery rhyme goes. (laughs) But with your and my mugs on display... I'm glad this is radio.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, you're filling in for the Boon Man who normally takes Mondays, but Boon Man's going to be on tomorrow. What, and so I, what's,
1: what's going on with Boon? You get like a pre clinic appointment, or I,
0: I, you don't ask court don't, appearance. You, <laughs> well, he, he may be testifying, um, <laughs> giving deposition, uh, but <laughs> he so he's going to be on tomorrow. And I have to tell people, I want to warn you, it's a very special edition of the Boon Man whoa i can't i can't say too much but it's going to tie up some strings we've had sort of dangling out there the last couple of weeks regarding uh his uh, near miss during one of his noon walks that's all i want to say about that
1: oh well that's a pretty good tease
0: yeah i'm trying to get the boon man to come in the studio but uh i haven't been able to connect with him yet so that's <sighs> uh, but it well if this is, comes together i think everybody's going to be very impressed Oh well,
1: gee, now who
0: isn't intrigued? No, I know everybody. That's who. Um, <laughs> anyway, but that's not what we're t- we're here to talk about.
1: You know, I, would, I was thinking about this earlier. Listening to the show earlier, really and I sure am glad that that uh, when we were deciding what we're gonna, you know, you're gonna decide what we're gonna name the segments, that I got common man instead of stupid man.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. I'm thinking, well, Pat was probably going. Ooh. <laughs>
0: that's true i hadn't thought about that, that <laughs> stupid man update has sort of grown into something of its own
1: well it's a cottage industry you it know. is every it day
0: is. every day for the last i think three weeks we've had a stupid man update how's that
1: i you know i, I was thinking about changing my affiliation they're, they're, <laughs> they're making me ashamed but uh but uh I, I i saw a couple of youtube videos and changed my mind
0: yeah well i'm glad it worked out for you this is better <laughs> This is better this way. I think so. <laughs> hey, Common, what uh, what you've been paying attention to? What you been reading? What you've been watching? What's going on in your world? I
1: just I just love the story that came across uh, came across the waves the other day, Patrick, about uh, Angela Star, Council person, Pat Starr's daughter, who went up and went up in front of the council about her desire for the city to allow uh, people to have teacup pigs. <laughs> you know and I, uh, there, I first had a couple of initial thoughts Our first first thought is you know pat Starr has been in kind of in the news a lot lately um you know first is is you uh, so diligently reported on his his walk out in the parking ramp uh meeting the other day mm-hmm. which which kind of makes you uh you know when you see that then it's followed up by a story like this you, you so oh, is this is this guy ever seen a headline you know is it is he just one of those <laughs> headline chasing people yeah you know is there any bad, but, you know, you kind of go also, you go to the other side and say, is there any bad publicity? Oh. You know, as long as your name is being spelled right, if you're a city councilman, anything that you, when people will get to know your name a little better, yeah, is that a good thing?
0: Yeah, well, you know, the thing about him is it's easy to misspell his name. <laughs> <laughs> it has got two R's, and, you know, it's easy to, you know, not, not get it right, but it's easy to get in a headline, that's for sure. Nice, Oops. tight little name there.
1: Yeah, and that's a, that's my wor- any worries. Is I, I'm sure Colton person star is a great great guy and uh, has all the uh, best of attention. And I really like what uh, his daughter's doing because yeah. you know that's that's an, an incredible thing for a ten year old to stand up there and and uh, you know go out there and be an agent of change for something that you believe in. You know, instead of being a, a jaded fatalist like me <laughs> and just uh, do nothing and continually be an impotent victim of the man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's that I mean, is you that's when i think when i think of uh, uh of the common man i think
1: infinite victim of the man yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it just taking every blow to the Whatever. solar plexus you know
1: what do i sign yeah <laughs> just make your
0: mark and meanwhile a 10 year old girl's out there going to have uh yeah. allow allow uh, teacup pigs in every home well, every pot no
1: no Bless her heart, no, these, no, aren't, that, these are these aren't so brave things. because you know you think of you know i i don't I can't recall ever doing anything like that. I remember one time we tried to make a, a move at at school one time to get something changed about recess, <laughs> and the, one of the nuns walked out and said, "Who's your spokesperson?" and we all cowered and ran like like a, like little little security cats, yeah, so it was like, well, that's so much for uh, my uh you know <laughs> nobody called me Gandhi after that. I tell you that much. <laughs> So just, just I mean, be ten years old and stand up, do that. Bless her heart, good for her and, and good honor. But you know, I did a little research on on these teacup
0: pigs. Yeah, what'd you find?
1: Well, they're not they're they're not teacups. <laughs> no, they're just pot bellied pigs who, when they get grow up, well, they're they're kind of like children. They're cute when they're little, <laughs> but then they get to be one hundred to two hundred pounds. Really, grown, you know. So basically, it's like having an unhusbroken of diversion of your least favorite (laughs) brother-in-law living in your house permanently
0: (laughs) eating all your food yeah yep. not cleaning up the bathroom
1: yep sorry about the mess in there (laughs) i was gonna get to it wednesday
0: yeah i was letting it settle um the the thing about these pigs so i have seen the pictures right Mm -hmm. and i read somewhere that if they if you keep them uh, inside and actually treat them like a pet, they aren't as likely to gain all the weight. But if they get, here's my fear, okay? We can't, people around here can't keep their dogs on a leash. They can't keep their cats inside. You know what'll happen if you now this? The star's daughter may be of the best intention because I think her mm-hmm. mother's allergic or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and it's a sweet story. Well, she might take care of her pig, maybe, maybe. But then every, you know. The the uh, uh, guys uh, living down the block from me, who dogs running all over the place, or you know, you, how many how many pit bulls get thrown into the humane society every day?
1: I'll right, just go to the website.
0: Right, full of them. Places full of. them. What happens if that happens with pigs? We're going to have bands of feral pigs running <laughs> through Terrace Park. It'll, yeah, and that's.
1: I mean, a, and I looked at the pictures of the adult ones. Yeah, uh, that uh, adult pot-bellied pig looks a little bit like a hippopotamus breeded with wilford brimley <laughs> that, is not, that is a big ornery looking creature
0: yeah and, did and, they have those husks, those tusks and everything mm, yeah
1: yeah. Oh, yeah if you've seen well i forget which hannibal movie that was but uh, that's nothing you want to be a part
0: of no no you know i keep hearing uh rumors of uh feral pigs because you know down south Down there, down Arkansas, down Texas, Oklahoma, they uh, they regularly have uh, uh, they they hunt them, they shoot them, they kill them, which is fine. But they've it's because they've gone feral, Mm -hmm. right? They they weren't here the entire time, so you get one feral pig. If you see one feral pig, oh, they're like roaches. You see one, there's more.
1: Exactly. I remember the guy at the feed lot would tell me that they would go to bowling alleys and they would take you know, the, old, the old house balls that guys didn't want to use anymore. Yeah. And they'd take them and they'd put them in the feedlots because it kept these, you know, adult pigs busy. They basically pushed these things and flipped the bowling <laughs> balls, a 16-pound bowling ball, at each other. <laughs> and that kept them from fighting and killing each other in the, in those feedlots. I said, "Oh, so that's gosh. really bowling balls. Well, yep. They're nasty. Oh, yeah. They'd kick them around, throw them at, you know, snout them at each other. Like, wow, that's a, you know, I don't. Do you want that?
0: Yeah. No. Walking See, down that's the street. what's gonna happen. And, and and Counselor Star's daughter's pig will be lovely. It'll be like uh uh Charlotte's Web situation. Okay, I understand that. But I know what's gonna happen when Billy Bob gets a couple. I just Well uh, it's not gonna end well.
1: Yeah. This one I call Ernest. <laughs> and this one and this one I call Scruggs. And, oh and they, God. But they live
0: to be twelve to twenty years. Well, to 20 years here's, of feral here, pig. Here's my question though. I mean, when the when Ernest finally gives up the pig ghost, do you uh do you, I mean do you roast him up on the spit? I mean, is, does that happen?
1: Uh, well, maybe you got to give him to somebody else. That seems awfully personal. Yeah.
0: But I don't uh, you wouldn't want to see that. <laughs>
1: well, it's the old three-legged pig joke.
0: There's a three-legged pig joke? Oh, sure. Sure.
1: Well, let's hear wants, it. Should we go right into the joke?
0: Yeah. Can, All right.
1: So the joke goes is that the, the guy comes up and says, Hey, you've got the three legged pig there. And you know, He's got a wooden leg. Oh, what happened to the leg? And the guy says, You see that pig there? That's the smartest pig in the world. One time I was in a car, car accident and that pig pulled me out of a flaming wreck, saved my life. He goes, Yeah, that's great. Well, uh, Why has he got the wooden leg? He goes, Well, you know, see that pig there? You know, one time I was in an earthquake, building collapsed on me. That pig ran in and pulled me out. Save my life. Guy says, Well that's that's great, but why has he got the wooden leg? And he says, See that pig there? One time I was swimming. That I was drowning the pig jumped in and saved me. And he goes, Okay, okay, but why has he got a wooden leg? And the guy says, Well, you don't need a good pig like that all at once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. You know, we were going to talk about teacher salaries, but we'll just do that next week. Ah, We'll try it. Because that's that's, that's a good way to end. Uh, Mr. Common Man, thanks for being here today. Always, Patrick. Coming up next, we're going to have a special visit by the Buffalo Maiden because she is in the middle of the whole forest fire uh, uh, Armageddon out near Custer and in the Black Hills. We'll find out what's going there. That's coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 347 on the patrick lally show information 1000 ksl well i
2: moved into this room if you could call it that a week ago
3: i never do what i'm supposed to do hardly
0: jason isbell alabama pines which i thought was appropriate given that we are going to talk about pine trees broadly and uh the uh fires out in the black hills which i saw this morning has shut down custer state park so i thought well i know somebody near custer state park our regular friday guest the buffalo maiden so you know we get her on the horn how are the fires buffalo maiden
3: well the fires are um there's two fires actually and and they're they're um they're they're scary they're uh with the wind gusts that we're having custer state park fire has gone from 30 acres this morning when they first announced it, when I first heard about it, to, well, over, or close to 3,000 acres. Holy um, So that's only in a couple of hours. And actually, I think it bumped up to 2,500 acres very quickly. But what's so weird is I just drove through that area yesterday. I was just in the hills in that area yesterday. And it was, it was so beautiful, very pristine. Um, the lakes are not frozen over. We have absolutely no snow. And I didn't see I saw two deer. I didn't see any elk, no buffalo, nothing. So I don't, I'm hoping I'm hoping that those animals are are down south and out of the fire's way.
0: So but w- what part of the park generally is are we talking about here?
3: So Legion Lake, which is seven miles uh, from Custer, uh out in that area, heading south um east towards the there's Badger Clark Road. And then Legion Lake, so originally they just closed that triangle there where it's 87 where you can head down to Bluebell yeah. or you can head uh, out to Legion Lake um, or, and into the Custer State Park area. So originally that was closed down, but now they've evacuated the year-round employees at Legion Lake, the year-round people at Bluebell Lodge. Um, so, you know, it's, and there's, I think they said there's well over 200 firefighters on it, but because of the wind, which is crazy wind, but um, now, I mean, it's nothing like California. We gotta—it it just breaks your heart about California. They're like what two hundred and fifty thousand.
0: Yeah, that's Acres enormous. have burned, but it's the same and, concept where you've got—I mean, you're not used well, to seeing <laughs> fires this time. of It's different
3: in a little aspect that we have absolutely no. I mean, you know, they lost a fire pump house that wasn't use usable. You know, in twenty five hundred acres, and in California, you're going to lose twenty five hundred homes and yeah. or more, probably five thousand homes in that space. So that part uh it's just it's you know it's just kind of scary. Then there's the one out at Limestone, and I was just there last week um up in Limestone, which is kind of outside it's west uh northwest of Custer, and that one's burning about thirty acres at this point.
0: So what can you see from uh, downtown Custer? Is it, I mean, is it smoky yeah, uh, or what, how is it?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I tried to send you some pictures. It's just clear white. I mean, it's, well, this morning it was black, huge puffs of black smoke. It looked like, you know, mushroom clouds coming up. And now they're white and it's just a thick white hue over um, Cicero Peak over in that area, just uh, east of town. Just, but, you, you know, they closed it? the park. So we're, we're, I mean, you cannot even, I don't even know how the kids are going to get home to, Hermosa tonight. I was just thinking about that.
0: The park is closed. So, yeah, that's kind of a main thoroughfare, really. Out of it is. It's one I, of I, went out,
3: <laughs> I went out there trying to see if I could take some pictures, and absolutely not. I mean, they are, this, this, is, this is serious business, man. They have shut it down.
0: Wow. So uh, it, the smell, can you smell it?
3: Nothing. No, um, because, you know, the wind is blowing south or whatever. So it's well, blowing away from town?
0: Wind. Right. It's blowing
3: away from town down into Buffalo Gap area down towards Hot Springs, so we don't smell it, um, but certainly you know it is it is frightening, and they said it was a made a possibly a uh, tree that hit a power line, which is, is interesting because the trees are falling all over the place. Um, in fact, I saw one yesterday that missed the road just by a little bit. Uh, so I don't know. It's it, it, hopefully this wind will end and. And they can get this fire under control, but I, I can't imagine that they can t- contain
0: it yet. How windy is it?
3: Uh, Thirty-five mile an hour gust, forty mile an hour gust. Wow! Um, you that know, makes so it hard. and with no snow, it makes it very hard. So I have utmost respect for our uh, firefighters, and and it's incredible, I, you know, search and rescue. Everybody, I've seen all the trucks go by today. So we're just hopeful.
0: Yeah. So uh, the you normally have snow cover by now, though, right? I mean, yeah,
3: we should have like inches of snow cover. I guess we have a foot of snow. Uh, I talked to a buddy at the Surface Canyon; they have a foot of snow in the canyon, and we have nothing.
0: Oh, good, because I'm going skiing up there over New Year's.
3: <laughs> I know you're lucky dog. <laughs> I know. Don't come down I here. Know.
0: Well, uh, Buffalo Maiden, thank you for the update, and um, yeah, I'll look for those pictures. And, sure, uh, I'll. and I'll try and get them up on our Twitter feed so people can see. Kind well, they of,
3: won't be, you know, there's not professional pictures. But, yeah, there's it's definitely, okay. it's a, there's a big, huge, there's a lot of smoke.
0: Oh, it's wild. Uh, what do they
3: say? Where there's smoke, there's fire? Where yeah. there's fire, there's smoke? I don't know.
0: Well, stay safe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Don't try and sneak in the back way or anything like you might do. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be good. All right. Thanks for the update.
3: Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: And that was the Buffalo Maiden checking in from Custer where the fires have uh, shut down Custer State Park. And we'll be watching to see if there's any more news on the fires and uh, their uh, progress on fighting them. If the wind goes down, of course, it makes it a lot easier. But we'll pay attention to that and uh, go to our Twitter feed. When I get a chance here, I'll try and take those photos and put them up at P. Lally Show. And uh, so you can see kind of the perspective from down in downtown Custer. Coming up after the break at the top of the hour, we're going to have Scott Erisman in. Of course, Scott is the local blogger, City Hall watcher. He, uh, You can find his work at selfthecola, as in the pop, dot .com. And uh, he has been writing feverishly lately on all manner of city-related issues. And, of course, Scott, always entertaining and informative. So we'll be talking with him after the news at the top of the hour. We'll be right back. This is The Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. 356 on The Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000. crowded house something so strong one of my favorites hey folks right now through december 24th it's miracle on 41st street toy drive drop off a new toy cash donation or item of need at the children's inn gift wrapping booth in the macy's wing of the empire mall have your gifts wrapped at the booth for a cash donation to the children's inn for a list of items of need check on our website kso.com Drop off bins, we also be were set up at the Tonic Soul concert on December first and second. I hope you donated there. A special thanks to Great Plains Dental, Great Western Bank, and XL Energy for helping sponsor this year's event. A big, big deal here in the community, and thank you it, for everything that you've done to help that out. Appreciate it. I uh I saw this earlier, a news item that I didn't get to in the PL that I think is just interesting. Uh the city of Sioux Falls, a school district. Um, this is uh, kind of indicative of the continuing diversification of our community here. The story in the artist leader over the weekend, I believe that says that there are more than 620 English language learners who joined the Sioux Falls school district last year. That brings the total up to more than 2,300 students classified as English language learners this year in the district. That's, that's an impressive number. Um, these are uh, obviously students who come to this country from elsewhere as refugees and immigrants. Um, this district will likely spend more than $5 million to teach English language learners this year. But that's what's got to happen. And uh, I think the district has been pretty admirable in terms of the way they have uh, accepted and developed students from around the world and all the different language groups. That, uh, there's something like 60 different language groups out of the roughly 23,000 and some total students, uh, and it just keeps growing, growing, and growing. So these are the challenges we face, and how we deal with those challenges is what determines what, you know, the, the strength of our character as a community, and I think the school district has been doing an admirable job in dealing with all the challenges. Coming up in the second hour of the Patrick Lally Show, we'll have Scott Erisman, local blogger, And uh, he'll be with us in just a little bit here. Uh, That's all coming up on the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. And coming up in a couple of seconds here, we'll have the news and the weather and keep you up informed on what's going on in the world. We'll be right back after the news and weather. 405 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And uh, whenever Scott Erisman's on the show, we, we just run all Credence. Yeah.
2: Because
0: <laughs> that's what he, he, I asked him once, what do you want to listen to? He goes, I like all the Credence, so I just run all Credence. And I always start with Fortunate Son, because it's one of my favorite songs.
2: I, I love everything, you know. I,
0: yeah, you're just a, you're just a, a very accepting Yeah, there isn't,
2: that, there isn't too many music styles I don't like. I don't like new country. I, I absolutely hate it.
0: So. Bro country.
2: Yeah, whatever you want to call
0: it. Yeah, I there's a lot of stuff I there is a lot of country I like, but not that. Yeah, I can't I, like, I just can't take it.
2: Dwight is Dwight is as is, is as young as I go. <laughs> and him. I've seen him three times. I love him. Yep. He's just amazing.
0: I, it's the same it's whether it's bro country or really bro bad country or, i haven't heard that one before. or really bad pop music <laughs> yeah you know it's all the same yeah you know what i mean I, I can't deal with any of that yeah i just yeah i see the steve miller bands coming back with uh peter with frampton. frampton yeah yeah
2: i thought that was kind of cool i won't go but i, mean, I don't
0: want to go you know i may that. have to go
2: <laughs> oh you might get a free ticket no oh
0: i'll have to go and i'll have to pay i know that's coming already
2: <laughs> Oh, right. one of those deals. Yep.
0: Big <laughs> sing-along. Uh, anyway, Scott Erisman is here. He is uh, uh, famed for his local blog, SouthDeCola.com, as in mm-hmm. the pop, C-O-L-A there. Yeah, that's the right. You've even got, he's wearing a fancy South DeCola, uh cap.
2: I am. I, I've i had, I I made two, and I've had actually a lot of people want to buy them, so I might have to get some more made.
0: Well, where'd you get them made? Can't people uh, just go Yeah, I can...
2: Uh, Well, no. (laughs) You'd have to get them through me because I'd have to order them. But um, a very, very good uh, screen printer in town. We're going to give a little free advertising to them. Mid-States. Oh, yeah. Right on 8th Street there.
0: I've used Mid-States for my bike
2: team. Next to the old Schmoes. Very fast, very affordable, Mm -hmm. um, and they do about everything.
0: I was getting a bunch of stuff made for uh, my bike team, Mm -hmm. and I went in there, and we were working on it, and she saw my name. It turns out my my one of my relatives was Lally Bonding, mm. and they had gotten all of their stuff done there for years. And on the wall back there is a Lally Bonding sweatshirt. <laughs> anyway, little mid state story oh, there. Yeah. Uh, that's not why you're here. No, um, you're here because we like to bring you in to talk about politics when things get you know you know heated as they are now.
2: Well, I- I'm, was there was there some controversy going on Tuesday night? <laughs> a
0: little bit. A little bit of controversy. A little walking
2: out, a little teacup pigs. You the know. Teacup
0: pigs. You, did you hear us talking about the teacup pigs earlier?
2: Yeah, but the funny part about it was Angela, Pat's daughter, came and testified that night.
0: Yeah, it was before a strange- the, Before the circus. Just strange and confluence it, the, of events. Yeah,
2: and the only thing I'd say about the teacup pigs, this is really funny, because I used to go to those meetings when they had the-, the uh, Urban farming. Yeah. And they had all these meetings and they were going in all these directions about goats and everything else. And there was a point in the meeting, and I'm sitting at the library in the back row, and there's some guys sitting next to me, and they were trying to figure out whether we're rabbits were food or pets. <laughs> and I leaned to this guy next to me, and I'm like, they're both. You know, like, they're both. They're both. And I said, they can also be. They can either be pets, or they can be food, or they can be both. Or they <laughs> can, can be have wildlife. Them, you can have them for a year and say, you know, you're, you've ah. been wonderful. Then you can. We had them on the farm, and we used them. We ate them.
0: How was rabbit?
2: Rabbit's good. Yeah. Um, it's It tends to be a little dry, um, and of course, it's 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 like white meat chicken. Yeah. is what it's like.
0: Well, I thought it, I always had the impression that rabbit was a little darker, though. Is it kind of no, white no, it's, white it's meat, a kind, a of, white kind of white that kind meat. of texture?
2: There, and there's not as much meat on a yeah. rabbit as there is probably on a, a bigger chicken.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it, it's a little dry, but it, it is good. Yeah. How about yeah. squirrel?
0: You're eating. Squirrel. No, I had That's a neighbor a that
2: would eat it a lot, and he tried to get us to eat. And I, I just, I never tried it. I just never thought, saw the appeal. Just and you like, were, and you weren't like
3: even fed. in the south.
2: And I don't like pheasant either, so I've mm. tried it ten million different ways, and I'm still, I, you know, I do want to try pheasant salad. You know, people make a chicken salad with yeah, pheasant. Yeah, that might be good. That sounds kind but of. But then good, you
0: can't right. taste anything but the mayonnaise.
2: Well, that's probably what makes it good. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we had rabbits on the farm, and uh, that's what we had them for.
0: So. Tuesday Until the they dogs had got the hold
2: of them from, and then there was no more rabbits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the issue over the, the teacup pigs is that yeah. Pat Star's daughter Angela wants yeah. to be able to have one and you can't have one right I now.
2: Didn't I didn't realize that. Neither I, did I. I. I thought you could. Um, obviously you're not gonna eat a pet pig, you know.
0: Well, why not? You know? It's no different from a rabbit. You could put it on the spit.
2: I don't know if it- a pot belly pig would be very good. I, don't,
0: I have no idea. might not uh, be. I,
2: just because as a per, I grew up on a, just for the record, I grew up on a sh- sheep and hog farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also had goats that we didn't eat. My parents later raised goats for eating, but they were, they sell them, uh, would sell them to California. But anyway, uh, and we had some rabbits and ducks and geese. And, you know, um, pigs are bred the way, the pigs you eat, mm-hmm. you get in a store. They're bred for
3: that. Mm-hmm. Ge- genetically the, engineered.
2: The, you know, the right kind of muscle tone. I was in 4-H, 2 so I kind of know about all this stuff. The right <laughs> kind of muscle tone, the right kind of marbling, the, yep. the kind of fat content you want. Yep. And I would just think a potbelly pig.
0: Might not have all that.
2: It might have a lot of fat, yeah. and it might not have a lot of meat. Yeah. And they might not be too tasty.
0: Also, I here's what I think about, and I said this earlier. Mm-hmm. It seems okay on the surface, but we've got people in this town who don't take care of their dogs
2: i agree with i was listening to you guys talk about that and i it, agree with you too pretty
0: soon you know we're gonna have like feral pigs running <laughs> around and they they're
2: they domestic i mean they go
0: out they go wild in the heartbeat fast yeah i was
2: watching a show recently about the colonial times jamestown and all that and how the pigs got away mm-hmm. and they domestic or they they made themselves wild within a matter of years yeah you Absolutely. know they got away from the spaniards or whatever and they just they were everywhere they <laughs> they 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 figure out how to you know like horses, they yep. just kind of figure it out real quick it'll happen yep.
0: use wait, mark my words they're very
2: intelligent animals yeah, that's right yes
0: i don't think we're going to have we're not going to have you think the city? I don't know if Pat's pigs? got a
2: lot of political capital right now. Uh, you might have to have Angela go on her own on this. That's one. That's right. right. So yeah.
0: she have to do her own lobbying. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tuesday, so <laughs> that was the big. Uh, uh, before we get into the meat of the issue, mm-hmm. let's talk about the optics, as we like to say in politics. Now, <laughs> the optics. Um, so I didn't watch it live, but.
2: I was there in the chambers, and I'm glad you brought this up. Because Pat Starr uh, left mm-hmm.
0: because they said he couldn't vote present. essentially. He wanted to abstain mm-hmm. from voting because the uh, mayor and the chairman of the council cut off debate, right? Mm-hmm. Cut off public input. Mm-hmm. And he, in protest, wanted to vote present. Mm-hmm. And they said he couldn't do that, so he left the chamber.
2: I, the thing, too, what people don't realize is that Pat hadn't... Made up his mind that I know of. He never told me how he was going to vote. He was leaning towards no. But I still think he was looking for more information. He wanted to hear from the developers who never got up. Not a single guarantor got up and said, hey, this is good for you. This is why I want to get in partnership with you. Did they
0: plan to at some point? No, but
2: Pat wanted to hear that. I see. He kept waiting for them to come up there. He told me, it was like the developers never came up. None of them came up and said Hey, this is why we want this. And then another thing they were concerned about the liabilities of Aaron Holgrant, and in the lease agreement, and we're nobody sort of, ru- we're sort of about running of
0: through stuff. all this stuff without yeah. reference. But it was a fifty million. It is going to be a fifty million mm-hmm. dollar pucking ramp and hotel. City's share is twenty one ish million. Mm-hmm. The the developers is the rest of it thirty ish. Mm-hmm. Um, the vote was on the bond essentially mm-hmm. to build the ramp, mm-hmm. and then the deal Which that will allow them to do was it was a domino
2: effect
3: on yep. everything. There else. were
0: several other yeah elements of it right um it got kind of ugly but you know what i mean there's been kind of a lot of gnashing and this is my question there's been some gnashing of teeth about the uh propriety of it all it wasn't that bad
2: it wasn't that bad and the other thing is is that when we say pat's at fault or uh, mike heather's at fault or the council as a whole is at fault if you were sitting in the chambers you would have saw the way the council was giggling and laughing at Teresa and rolling their eyes and and treating. And I'm sure Pat was watching all this. He didn't do nothing, no reaction or whatever. Pat's watching all this, the way they're treating Teresa, giggling at her, laughing at her. The mayor's saying, having side conversations. You know, you see all this stuff in the chambers. It really comes down to, um, and this isn't, I don't think the mayor should be punished for this or anything. He ran the meeting very poorly. And he's the chair. That's his job. He should have said ahead of time. Let's do. Let's try an hour of public input, folks. Mm -hmm. Put it out there. It wasn't. And see see where we come with it. And when we get to an hour, I'll decide whether or not. And then the chair could have said, "Sounds good." Right. And then we all would have known where we were at. So when Pat asked for more time. Pat asked for more time because there was no, the chair is supposed to do that. And the mayor's been here for seven and a half years.
0: He knows that. And
2: he knows that. And he knows he should have done that better. But to sit there and blame Pat um, for things going awry, it's and like. And I don't, it's I like, haven't
0: really heard the mayor on this. I've heard he more said that When
2: Pat walked out, he said, Pat, he said right in the meeting, uh-huh. he didn't, he, he decided he didn't want to perform his duties. Oh, well, that's not good. He didn't need to say that.
0: And things did get a little out of hand. And I think that if Pat would have, Counselor Starr would have taken a step back, there were procedural uh, options left open to him that he maybe didn't know about mm-hmm. or just didn't think about in the heat of he the He could
2: world. have got up before the vote. But like I said, he didn't know where the public input was going. And like I also said, he's never told anybody how he was going to vote on the thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, secondly... The other part about this is what a lot of people don't realize is, like, you got to be there in the chambers watching this stuff. There was a vote on giving Excel Energy um, money to relocate the utilities. It's a resolution. Having okay. to do
0: with the parking ramp.
2: Right. Yeah. Having to do with the parking ramp. Counselor Kylie, Chair Kylie, sat there during the whole discussion and then recused himself. And did not vote on that, and everyone's like raising their hand, going, "Wait a minute, you did exactly what Pat just did. You sat during the whole discussion, and then you got up, and not voted. You can't do that. You have to. Rec- you have to excuse yourself before the vote. And then also the other question with that is, why did Kylie get up? Why can't he what's, vote on? Excel what's energy? his conflict? We don't know.
0: There's um, no obvious conflict.
2: Um, the the only thing that we can think of, this is pure speculation, is. A city councilor ha- has to sit on the, it sits on the Excel board. And the last one oh. we think was Michelle and, you know, she's leaving. So no, we think Kylie was the new appointee. We don't know. We'd have to ask Excel this question probably, but we think he's the new appointee. Either way, it doesn't matter. He shouldn't have sat through the discussion.
0: And then, and so then he did then the same himself. thing that Pat did. So, yeah.
2: I mean, if anyone wanted to raise their hands about procedure, well, it's
0: everything. clear. I, well, I, it doesn't seem to be very clear what some of these procedures are.
2: That's because your chair is not running the meeting yeah. correctly.
0: Well, that could be. Um, we're going to come of right course, back. You know,
2: I don't like the mayor, so everyone just yeah, I understand. But that. he's we're, the chair. We're going to
0: come right back and talk more with Scott Erisman, who is a local blogger and city hall. You know, I just say watcher, analyst, critic. What? What do you? You're not critical yeah. of everything.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm not critical of everything. No, There's, it's watcher.
0: I, we're just going to call yeah, you watcher. Yeah, observer. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. 4.34 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. As we continue our tour through the Greens Clearwater Revival Catalog, run through the jungle oh,
2: good. oh, that's good oh stuff. It was a yeah
0: that's good stuff we do that because scott erishman is here and he is erisman erisman erisman, erisman. i always Very want good. to say erishman yeah that's erisman. the way thought people thought it was pronounced for a long time but it's erisman. Oh, people say it all different ways yeah that's okay as long as they spell it well they're not spelling it right either um and we are talking about local politics and such because Scott has the South Dakota blog and is a frequent follower of all things local. So we have him on, and we've been talking about the whole parking ramp thing. But we're leaving that behind because we've hashed that baby to death it's on this done. show. It's done. It's going to happen. It's going to be beautiful.
2: Or I'm walking
0: out. Uh, but I was on your blog, I was on <laughs> South Dakota. Uh, looking, uh, you know, what I like, one of the things I like that you do on the blog mm. is, is go through the, uh, items of interest on the, uh.
2: People like that. Yes, I agenda. actually get a lot of comment, comments about they like that I do that. Because then I don't have to go through and read mm-hmm. the whole agenda mm-hmm.
0: or click through to the documents. You should. I know. Because there's
2: probably things on there that I don't really give a rip about that, you know. Yes. Uh, if yeah.
0: I was a city hall reporter for uh-huh. a mainstream me- media organization, I would do that. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. But I like it because it's like, oh, okay, here are the highlights. Yeah. So what... You've you've done it for. There's a meeting tomorrow.
2: Yep. There's a couple of there's a couple of biggies. What
0: what catches your attention?
2: The n- number number one uh, at the informational. They're finally going to give the grand presentation of the new golf co- management contract. Um. You know. Obviously, they've already picked that company from Nebraska. But I did get some information yesterday that that was very interesting. Um. There's a large housing development, and this is already in the works. Going out at Forty First and T L S Road.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's your what? What is your sourcing on this? Is it just this is like a tip? This is not a document. What um,
2: one what? of the one of the project developers. Okay, has said yes. Okay, they they're going to do an announcement very very soon. Okay. Um. So we're not. I don't want to let too much out. I want. I just want to. They're going to the, build a very large golf course. Okay. And you can do all your speculation you want on that. They're going to build one of the largest golf courses in the area on this housing development.
0: Which is on forty
2: first and TLS Road.
0: Okay, yeah. That's a kind of an open area there, isn't it? Very it's open. It's right by it's not far from the Skunk uh, Creek West Side Ridge. Y over mm-hmm. there. Yep. Well, that's interesting.
2: It'll be a big announcement soon about it.
0: Well, that's we'll, we'll wait say. for that one. But I ask about the sourcing because, you know, when when you're using sources that are not uh, named. I got a it's tip always last good to night, know the context of right.
2: the I got a tip last night from a very good source, and then I got another. I talked to uh, one of my foot soldiers today, and he went and did some legwork and found one of the p- persons involved with ah. this, and they said
0: yes. Well, you heard it here first.
2: And um, I think the commentary kind of was the fact that um, it's going to hurt the city courses because it's going to be a very large...
0: Well, private golf operations are tough, though. Now, you have to do them in conjunction with housing, like Baker Creek did. Mm -hmm. But Baker Creek was not always... Baker Creek, you know, it took a long time because the houses were... Yeah. Uh, there was the recession, and, I mean, it had been open before that, but it was tough go there. I don't know like.
2: nothing about golf. Yeah. Maybe we'd have Kelsey Collison. Call- yeah, that's right. <laughs> Come on, where, where, where is she when we need her?
0: <laughs> I, I don't I don't think she... I, she's on vacation. I don't think she uh, uh, knows about golf co- course development, but maybe yeah. she does. Maybe I, don't, I, don't I, yeah, to- I don't
2: get... I've never understood that either. Even if I was a huge golfer, why well, would want to live on a course, I, I don't, whatever.
0: Right. I don't want to because i don't like, balls going through the window of my also, house for one. I love playing golf. You know, golfers, how do I say this, can be annoying. You know what I'm saying? And Anybody
2: who's into their sport big time can be annoying. That's, you know, people say that about you a lot and your bicycling. That's you true.
0: Know? <laughs> that is you know? true. No, it's true. Uh, because sometimes, like especially like road racers, they can be mm. really annoying. Mm. But I wouldn't want to live on a golf course. But people do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's green. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's always there's usually it's water. A very
2: popular sport.
0: It is, and if you want to play golf mm-hmm. all the time, and you can just drive out off your, you know, get yep. in your cart and drive out there, that's awesome. Yep. But not really for me. Right. So they're gonna. This is gonna be a pretty big deal then. Uh,
2: another thing that I heard about it, um, like I said, we got to wait for all the details and the big announcement. But the other thing I heard about it is, it's gonna be big enough to bring in tournaments.
0: Really. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Whatever
2: that means. Like I yeah. said, I know nothing about golf. You could, you could tell. You could point at one golf course and point at the other golf course and say, Scott, which one is better for tournaments or bigger? And I'd be like, I don't know.
0: Well, well, we will await that uh, yeah. announcement. Well, they've been having the the women's, the women's uh, Symmetra, Symmetra right. tour event right. at Willow Run. Right. And that's mm-hmm. been pretty successful. So yep. golf is kind of in decline a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. It has been. Maybe, maybe it's coming back again.
2: You know, sports. I guess some sports go up and down and whatever, but you depending
0: know, on the economy,
2: right? You know, nobody talks about bowling anymore.
0: So the con- <laughs> <laughs> so the contract tomorrow uh, is the the details of the contract. I guess what? the
2: details of the one who won. Yeah, I I was also told today that the city is absolutely, and of course they've already said this. They're absolutely not going to show the details of the other people who applied.
0: Hmm so 21. we'll never know 21. we know we know that dakota golf that they had a bid we know that mm-hmm. uh uh walsh yep tom walsh's company yep. had a bid and then there were a couple of out-of-towners a couple yep. other out-of-towners right camper yep. so there were like five or six of them but mm-hmm. we'll, we won't ever know the details we'll never see bids. the rest of them now they are it seemed like the i can i can't remember the name of the company from omaha that mm. won but pinnacle is it pinnacle i don't know like it's a pinnacle. Anyway, they it seemed like they were going to keep the Dakota Golf guys around to help.
2: Well, they say that kind of stuff, you know. Who knows? You know, it's kind of you know, it's you know, the companies do that all the time When they say, "Well, we're going to buy this and then we're going yeah, to keep No,
0: we're not going to make any changes in management." So the they buy. make
2: everyone reapply and then go, "Well, you're not good enough." Yeah, Hi. you're bought, you're gone.
0: See yeah. you later. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to happen tomorrow. What else? Anything interesting? Um, this
2: is interesting. And the only reason I, I Part of it's because it's interesting is because we just approved this parking ramp bond of twenty point three million dollars. And then all of a sudden, kaboom! Here we have first reading a week later, nine a nine million almost a nine minutes eight point eight million dollar bond for drainage. Drainage? Drainage. Now, I will give the city credit on this. We're taking a one percent bond out, so one percent interest rate, which is really good. Mm-hmm. From the State revolving Fund, they do this on infrastructure projects a lot, but a lot of people are saying, "Wait a minute here
0: when you why say why are, are we you
2: bonding mean... <laughs> why are we bonding for drainage um, what are you, what are we
0: talking about here drainage
2: storm drainage,
0: so storm sewer drainage, reconstruction yeah.
2: now somebody uh asked the city, Mark Cotter specifically, about this. And Mark basically said that the storm drainage fund is its own fund. Here we go. We got our own little fund again. So it's not part of water, or sewer, or roads. I thought it was part of roads. It's not. It's its own fund. They get the money from your property tax frontage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now that's gone up about 50% over the past five years. So. Just the you drainage as- portion? Right. Or all of it. So you would assume that we would have the money. We just gave $25 million in cash from the water fund to refinance Lewis and Clark, which saved us $25 million. We just took out a bond for this parking ramp, which is another fund too. And we have a lot of money in reserves, you know? Yeah. But according to Mark Cotter, this is not part of the second penny. So in some There's odd... property odd, Yeah. So in some odd way... We couldn't take the money out of second penny, which I assume means we couldn't take the money out of reserves, which I find very bizarre. I start to start scratching my head when we're taking out a bond for any kind of infrastructure. That money should be there. It should be in that account.
0: Because we have these funds. Yeah. The specialty funds. And we're told constantly,
2: constantly by the mayor that we have all this money in the reserves and we're doing so well and we're so cash happy or whatever. $9 million is a lot of money, but also on a big spectrum of things where we have a, what, $400 million, $300 million budget. It's not a lot of money. So why didn't we just write a check for this? I don't know.
0: Is it for new development or is it for? Uh, There's,
2: I thought it was for a uh, redevelopment.
0: Okay. Well, so that's on the, we'll mm. find out more about that tomorrow. It's first reading is tomorrow. And so you'll, you'll, uh, you'll or, put, yeah. and post we, that up. At gonna, South
2: Mark's going to explain in first reading what exactly okay. um, it is. But you know, like I said, I, I have a problem with this borrowing money for it, but whatever.
0: We are going to come right back and continue our conversation with Mr. Scott Erisman. Of the South Dakota blog, southdakola.com, and uh, chat maybe about the mayor's race a little bit. This is The Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. 447 on The Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Yeah, there it is. Susie Q, Creedence Clearwater Revival for our guest, Mr. Scott Arisman, And that concludes our tour of the <laughs> CCR catalog. I see you've been
2: using it on some other guests. Yeah, too.
0: it comes up on occasion. Well, there's about a thousand CCR songs. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, uh, makes it, that makes it. makes something like that. Yeah, and they're good. I love CCR. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the mayor's race. Mm -hmm. we're still very, very early. Yes. And everybody always thought that there was going to be more candidates. There's eight. There's one woman. Mm -hmm. There's basically four front runners. I would Mm -hmm. say there's, there's two halves of the race Mm -hmm. and that's not always fair to the people who aren't in the top half, but that's the way I see it. Um, but nobody else has come in to the race and I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody's going to.
2: Um, I always say that there's a possibility of maybe two more. Um, You know, there is, uh, you know, there's some fear out there. Certain people might jump in. Um, I'm surprised there's not another woman in the race, to tell you the truth. Me, too. Um, Because it's going to, I mean, if that stays that way, that's very beneficial to Jolene, you know, being the only woman in the race. Because she's, let's admit it, she's probably just going to get votes based clearly on the fact that she's a woman.
0: I don't know how many. But mm-hmm. there's some. Yeah. Um and it got everybody's attention right away.
2: Yeah, yeah. And she's she's probably the only besides David Sakitis and Nick Wyland, she's probably the only real progressive candidate. But like I said to someone the other day, before the forums and interviews really and you know this from being at mm-hmm. the paper. Uh, before the forums and interviews start, we really don't really know a lot about them. No. Except because they just blow fluff now. Because they can put whatever they want to out there on their brochures and, and Facebook pages. and. Well, they, they come can... in here for their exam. Right. And they but... come in here, yeah.
0: <laughs> and they back. They struggle <laughs> sometimes, I
2: notice. And you <laughs> don't even ask hard questions. And I'm like not sitting really. there and I hear them like kind of go, uh, uh, uh,
0: uh. I'm not sure what I'm, I, I've been thinking about this. So. I'm almost through everybody the Mm -hmm. one time around. And then, but I I don't want to be, I'm not going to be done with it then. Right. But then you don't just bring them back for like another round of interviews. Mm -hmm. It has to be some sort of specific Mm -hmm. issue, but getting them all eight to, yeah, that's, I don't know what I'm going to do yet.
2: Yeah. When's when's the, when's the groping accusations (laughs) going to start coming (laughs) out? No, there
0: aren't going to be any groping (laughs) accusations. (laughs) this isn't congress come on now speaking of politics though in future so has anything changed in your mind before i move on no in terms of in terms of who could make the runoff if you had to pick two right now i
2: I have three top people right now and that's jim greg and and jolene
0: and the man jameson and letcher yeah
2: And, and, and that's what i have and then like i said i still am very very undecided um you know, if I had to vote today, I would vote for David, you know, just because I do know kind of David's platform. I know what he would do if he became mayor. Um, Zakatis. Yeah, David Zakatis and a big civil rights. He'd he probably fire the entire police department. <laughs> all new people, you know. But no, but, seri- but seriously, I, I really don't know. I, I don't think I would actually have a stance on anybody until the runoff. And um, But the other thing I was going to bring up about this is, Uh, The mayor did a listening and learning session with the Young Chamber Leadership Group. It was on Wednesday. And uh, it was disappointing to me. And let's just say this wasn't Mike. Let's say this was any mayor. Let's say this was Dave Munson or or Gary Hansen. He was basically trying to prop himself up on all the things he got done by saying disparaging remarks about the current pool. He didn't bring up any names, but he basically said that He's worried some of these mayoral candidates would move the city backwards, and I thought that was horrible. I'm going to tell you something. There's a couple guys I don't like running for mayor, but I don't believe that any of the candidates, all eight of them, would ever move the city backwards. They are all say very progressive things, wanted pro-business, pro-diversity. Yeah. That's not true and for him to say that's really unfair to that group.
0: Who could he be talk he, the only person he could probably talk about he, is Greg.
2: Cuz he, he been, ran against no, Greg. No, but James he's saying people. several.
0: Well.
2: I mean, you know, and then the other the other commentary he had he is has how not, they don't they don't take any stands on anything. And he well, brought up true. the fact that no one took a stand on the parking ramp. Well, that's not true. Jolene yeah. was on your show and told you how she felt. Well, and Greg. And Greg well Greg came on after. That was after, this, yep, yep. Um but I think Paul Hankin had said something yep. about and so did it. and so did Jim And so did Jim So, yes. for him to say that too, I mean, he was still, So he's basically trying to prop himself up on all his accomplishments, which he was talking about, and um, you know, alcoholic father. He has got to bring that in every story. And then to, and then you know, it's like Mike. You've had your, you're gonna have your eight years. There's no reason, unless you want to endorse a candidate,
0: he's having trouble letting go. Which right, I, you, right, I could imagine. Unless
2: you want to endorse a candidate. Don't be saying crap about the current pool.
0: And we've got like a minute. So he also said in one of these listen, learn sessions that he's going to make an announcement on his political future. Yes,
2: he is. And I still still think think, governor.
0: I still think his political future is I'm not going to have a political future.
2: Well, he said, I'm considering, he said, he said, people think I'm going to run for Senate. People think I'm going to run for governor and people think I'm going to run for, uh, um, what was the other one? Not Congress, because he's already talked about. It. And he says, "I'm considering all of them," is what he said.
0: He's an independent. Yeah, he's not going to be governor as an independent, and he can't go back to the down
2: unless he's put a lot of money in the bank and it's going to sell fun. You know, I, I mean, you still, you still, that's okay.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> I know that's gonna it's gonna I be know. very
0: fun to watch because yeah. I don't think I he may think this is a viable, and I'm not. This isn't has nothing to do with him as a. a, a human being or anything Mm. but he may think that there's a viable path here because of what's happened with trump or the jesse ventura uh phenomenon bat way back but there's not there's not
2: no but he had i this is how i put it he's his political capital he has it he has it now he's gonna have to spend it now not two years down the road that's true not four years down the
0: road that's true
2: you can't just put that in a pail well, but dump gov- it out two years later and think it's going to work
0: you think he might still get into this governor's race yes
2: wow. yeah
0: it'll be fun to watch yeah uh scott thanks for being here oh well, no problem yeah be coming back real soon mm-hmm. uh coming up uh tomorrow well we'll talk about that here in just a second we're going to take a very short break and uh come back with a little bit more of the patrick lally show here on information 1000 ksoo on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. This is Radio Clash by The Clash, which means it's the end of the show for a Monday. I thought it went pretty well, a couple of, you know, minor toe stubs, but other than that, I was okay. Hey everybody, don't forget, coming up, that's this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's Christmas at the Cathedral. That's up at the Cathedral of St. Joseph, up on the hill, all four nights at 730 p.m. plus a 1 p.m. performance on Saturday and 2 p.m. on Sunday. Proceeds will benefit the Bishop Dudley House and the Cathedral of St. Joseph. Ongoing Care and Maintenance Endowments. CCFESD.org for more information or just Google it. Christmas at the Cathedral. It's easier to find it that way than, you know, other ways. Coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk to Doug Morrison of the Hope Coalition. That's a group that is funding. They're paying for preschool for low-income kids in Sioux Falls. Uh, They're working with some churches and they've come up they've raised a bunch of money and they're going to pay for preschool they think it's that important we'll talk to doug a former school board member and uh, get the details on that but it's a pretty cool deal Jacqueline Palfrey will be in for this month's ksoo Zanbros community book club i believe the book is the guinevere's the guinevere's we'll find out what that's all about and of course a very special episode of weird friends with the boon man and if i can make it work it's going to be a special extended episode of the boon man i have i have a very i have a very exciting surprise for you you're going to want to tune in for it that's all coming up tomorrow thanks everybody have a good evening this is the patrick Lally show on information 1000 ksoo this is radio and your thoughts when
2: lightning